I'm Chris Bowman, and you're watching Rugby Wrap-Up. Next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby star Chris Bowman, interim D.C. head coach Nate Osborne, highlights, previews, and opinions with Dan Power, Brian Ray, and Matt McCarthy. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey everybody and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in Midtown Manhattan, Brian Ray in Snakebit, Atlanta, Nova Scotia, and Dan Power in the graveyard doing the graveyard shift work. Dan, welcome. Brian, welcome, guys. We can't fiddle-faddle. We have a mystery guest, a very important mystery guest on the line. In our recurring segment, you guys get the guess. I give you three hints, and we see if you can do it. The hints are he is not a player. He is not from Kentucky, and he does not like the New York Jets. Mystery guest, were you a player in Major League Rugby? Hey, dude, no. No, I wasn't a player. <laughs> Brian. Are you currently a coach in Major League Rugby? Yes. Do you coach an Eastern Conference side? Yes. Are you a new addition to said Eastern Conference side? Yes. <laughs> Were you once known as the mayor of Minneapolis? Good question. Yes. <laughs> Was Hoboken the worst game experience ever? Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, similar to the great Lazarus, not Glenn, um, the biblical one who yeah. rose from behind me right here. You too have recently risen from the grave, the coaching graveyard. Nate Osborne, welcome back, buddy. Nathan Osborne, the new interim head coach of the Old Glory DC franchise in the District of Columbia. Come on in, Nate. Hey, there he boys. is. How are you? Here you are. You're, you're taking over Old Glory. Uh, pretty unique situation. Um, yeah. You know, uh, what do you make of where the team is right now and, and where they're going to be going? Mate, I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't think they're that far off. Um, and even watching some of their games, I didn't think they were too far off. Um, I thought defensively they were pretty poor early in the year, and I feel, thought that uh, that Cully did a really good job with that. And I thought on the weekend we were actually pretty good defensively. Uh, a couple of line breaks, but uh, nothing system, just you know one-on-one -on -one stuff uh, that we can fix up. Um, mate, they've got plenty of pace and they've got plenty of skill, and they're a good bunch of boys. I travelled with them on the weekend, and the main reason I got back from Australia early, uh, I started today, but I wanted to go on that trip and get to know everybody and. You know, the team culture and the and the guys they've got, um, you know, I'm really confident that we can, uh, you know, turn it around. I, I know that uh, the playoffs are out of the picture, but I think a strong finish this year uh, to help us build into next year would be, a, be an amazing thing to do. Well, they played like a playoff team on on Sunday. It was They were right in it the entire match. I thought New York was going to run them out of the building like when it was 14-zip. A lot of missed opportunities and just gritty. Staying in it, staying with yeah. it, and then then really just taking over at certain points. Yeah, they're definitely a, a team that fights, you know, and, and it's it's good to have a team that fights and a team that you know wants to get down to the take you all the way to the end. They never quit, um, and they, they are really a, a good bunch of guys that that's eager to get success. You know, that really, you know, they're they're not an own eight team that's given up. They're an own eight team that. No, they're better than that and, and want to improve. Looking yeah. at the roster, uh, who excites you? Mate, I, I think, um, you know, Danny Tusatala has always been like that 
that that spark plug that can turn a game on its head. Um, so I'm really excited to work with him. I think Cam Dolan and uh, and Trent Palamo are the best two American born players that I've uh, coached and uh, I'm really excited to work with Threats again he's looking great uh, it was good to get him 20 minutes this last week and get him back you know playing some games because he had a long break but uh, yeah they're the, they're the main ones you know there's so much talent on this team well, J- Junior Sal was just a, a, a yeah. machine on both sides of the ball he, that, that guy brings yeah. it every he's he's throwing the wood around man yeah he doesn't Mate, mess around uh, he was a uh, leaguey for years and years playing in the NRL on the wing. And uh, James Willicks actually said in the box, um, we should maybe try him on the wing just because he's a leaguey. And uh, I was like, go for it. You know, he, he had a crack and it was James's call and uh, he scored those two tries and it's, they, they were just finish a try. Down. I mean, you're in an interesting situation. You're coming in halfway through the season. You've got eight games yeah. to work with um, in an interim. You're labeled interim right now, but they've, yeah. You know, they've made it clear that, the, you know, they're expecting you to apply for the permanent position. And yeah. um, so I guess, I guess one part is, are you interested in that? And and you, have you been given, like, clear guidance of what they're looking for the rest of the season? I've got every intention of getting that interim tag taken off and staying here for long term. Like, I've really been impressed with, from the minute I landed until me sitting here now, just impressed with uh, the organization as a whole um, and everything they've got. Um, they've got everything they need to be successful. Um, they just need to get some wins. Uh, in terms of what they've told me, they've, they haven't said that, you know, win this many games in a short job or anything like that. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not really thinking that way. I'm thinking one game at a time. And, you know, I think if we can get one win, then we can build on to the next one, on to the next one. I'm planning long-term with this. I'm not just coming here and, and thinking it's an eight-week season. I'm thinking, uh, how do I evaluate all these players? How do I you know, start trickling my stuff in the way that I want to play. So that come next year, uh, we come in firing with the, you know, the, the squad we want and also the, uh, the way we want to play. And that was Nate Osborne, head coach of Old Glory <laughs> DC. And take a quick break and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Selling or trading in your vehicle? She makes it easy. With Easy Trade, start online or visit us in store. We want your vehicle and we'll give you up to 125% of KBB value. It's easy at Sheehy.com. back with none other than Mr. Chris Bowman of the San Diego Legion. Chris, how are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good, Matt. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm great, Chris. Thanks for asking. I don't know how good you're going to be feeling, though, after we put you through this lightning round of grilling questions to get to the bottom of who you are, Chris Bowman. All right, number one, you play darts. Did you pick up the game in in one of the 8,000 overseas towns that you lived to play in? Yeah, I mean, darts is a pretty international sport. The number one uh, dart player in the world is a former rugby player, Garen Price. I've always wanted to ask this question on camera. Three favorite hookers. James Hilterbrand, Tom Youngs, Asaf Amua. Least favorite hooker. I also dislike James Hilterbrand, so he's my favorite and my not favorite. <laughs> All right, now we're getting someplace. Choose between Ben Mitchell and Ben Grant. Ben Mitchell. All right, fair enough. You're really trying to divide the team here, huh? I'm just trying to get to the nitty-gritty. That's all I'm trying to do here, all right? You could have said I'm not choosing. All right, maybe I'll take that option next time. 
Is a potential Mrs. Bowman a San Diego socialite, a surfer, or a backpacker? No comment. So you're open to all uh, ways of life? Yes. Okay. Doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to chop wood necessarily. It's just going to be organic. Yeah, just got to be organic. So just got to like me. You know, like a renaissance man. You're a renaissance man, of course. Why would you be closed-minded? You, your exploits, living somewhat off the grid, are the stuff of legend. In deep snow and lumberjack shirts, how is it adjusting to San Diego? There's pretty much no adjustment because I can, that's my whole thing is I can live anywhere and thrive. So San Diego's perfect. Great weather. If a movie about your life was made, would it be an action film? Would it be a an art house uh, drama, or would it be a comedy? It'd uh, probably be a, like a comedy, but one of those like really sad drama comedies that don't end up being funny. Wow! And who would play you? John C. Riley. Rugby World Cup 2015. You yeah. scored a try against Samoa. Was that the coolest moment in your rugby career? Uh, probably, but I mean, it was only like a meter out, so. It's a try in a Rugby World Cup, my friend. That's That puts you on a short list, specifically in front row guys. And against a team like that, I mean, that was just in England, too. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? So kudos to you. I'm just jealous. Yeah, you were there. Um, yeah, I, I saw it. I was I was it was living vicariously through you. It was it, it was exhilarating. Life after rugby. Could you see yourself coaching? If I needed it to, to get some some money for groceries. <laughs> groceries are important, and and rent, in a way, even if you're in in an RV. And, fo- and folks might not know, but you've spent yeah, yeah. quite a bit of time living in an RV. Right? Yeah, yeah. I try to live on the road. Try to not to uh, sign any leases anywhere. Do you have a favorite all-time athlete? Uh, you know, yeah, like Tom Brady. I've got to respect him for what he's done. So he probably, probably the best of my generation. Because you could throw a football. I've seen you slinging a football around. Yeah, obviously. Like, that's what I do in my spare time. It's, I get better at throwing the football. If you weren't playing rugby and you didn't play American football, what would be another sport you'd want to play? Darts. Right back where we started, baby. Mr. Chris Bowman, thank you for taking the time with us. Much appreciated. I've been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street.
All right, we're back. Let's get to what's ahead of us. Brian, Toronto is hosting Old Glory DC. Can they get back on the winning track? Will they have anybody in the stadium to play scrum half? I hope they've got, you know, 21 or 22 fit bodies at least to play in this game. I'm uh, pretty despondent after uh, last weekend. Hey, if Sam Malcolm has to play nine, he, he'll do fine. Uh, you know, the... It's a potential ban appeal, especially with Nate coming in. Old Glory will be fired up. Had a great showing. I have to concede they look great against New York. Daboulis had a stormer. I got to go with Toronto at home to bounce back in this one. But, uh, you know, I, I'm worried. Even though it's an 0-8 team coming, I, I'm worried. This is a this is a tricky one. It will be interesting to see how they select this game, though. Um, Smithy has a, a real... Rubik's Cube sitting in front of him now to try to get all these pieces to line up and put out a side that can compete. I almost feel like putting Sam at nine weakens you even further, but I just don't know who's there. Paging Fraser Hurst, you know, stop selling commercial real estate or whatever he's doing and and just sign up. I'm going with the Volkswagen. I'm going with Old Glory. I'm going with Shihi Auto, Auto Stores. Shihi Auto Stores, because it's easy at Shihi, but they played so well down here in New York. You want to talk about a banana peel match? How about the Free Jacks welcoming in the Seawolves, Dan? Yeah, and uh, could be without Bodine Walker, too. Boy, oh boy, they almost let that game slip against New Orleans last weekend in the second half. So keep an eye on, again, the rosters here for this one. Seattle, they'll be, they'll be smarting. They dropped out of the top three in the West over the weekend. LA jumped up above them. So they need to get their season back on track as well. And Free Jacks, they have a bye the following week. Do they just kind of rest a few guys or do they push on knowing they get the week off afterwards? Tough one. I'll go for the, I'll go for the free jacks just to say how the form team and, and you always go with the form team here, but this game could be a lot tighter than most people would anticipate. Yeah, New England just kind of fell apart in that second half uh, pretty badly and took a couple Canadians, of course, to get them sorted and get the win there. But uh, uh, New England's a little bit ba- banged up. They're going to have some guys that think uh, they will see if you guys miss this weekend but i thought harrison boyle did well uh playing that win over austin remember he started that one so i think he can start it if walker doesn't come in at 10 and and uh remember vn conradi is has arrived now he is going to suit up this weekend so that's a big boost to their back put him at 10 you know if joe johnson gets the week off he got a bang in the knee this past weekend then you bring in conradi so uh i'm going to back new england in this one i think seattle travels particularly badly to the east coast so i'm counting on that to, to go against them i'm going with the free jacks in this one i think it's good it might be tight but i'm going with the free jacks next one up we got another texas derby houston bringing in dallas and i can't even get the words banana peel in the same sentence with dallas right now because they are just so snake bit right yeah that's true but they are you know hopefully get a couple more fit bodies they did pick up asa carter and campbell robinson from from austin so that'll help i, I like uh, i like that flanker carter he's a specimen athlete so i'd like to see how how he goes in there and let's be honest houston looked terrible against austin they did not look i mean everything Who are they I know. I mean, so, you know, Heineken Meyer is going to be, you know, busting heads at, at training this week. I think uh, I, I'm going to back Houston just because Dallas is so beat up. But if Dallas had even a few more fit bodies, I'd be I'd be tempted to go with them on this short trip. I think Houston will beat Dallas, though. I, I don't see. Remember, the last game uh, was the, the the miracle in Dallas where Houston wanted it to death there with that try. I don't think we're going to have to go to a repeat of that. The, the Sabercats will get this done pretty easily. Their, their season is now starting to be brought into that little on-the-line kind of focus chat. 
Uh, if they don't win this game, again, they should win convincingly. They, they slip away from that top three significantly, so they have to win. They will win. Um, they'll bounce back. But I agree with both of you. They're, they need to get some consistency in their performances moving forward. I'm going with Houston. I, I, I don't think that Dallas can, can beat them anybody right now. And Houston's at home. So I'm going with Houston by 12 to, 12 to 20 points. Nola welcoming in Atlanta. And this could be a banana peel game. Perhaps. What do you think, Brian? Are we sponsored by bananas this week? This is 29 Acacia Road. And this is Eric, the schoolboy who leads an amazing double life. When Eric eats a banana, an amazing transformation occurs. Eric is Banana Man, ever alert for the call to action. (laughs) It's got to be a different expression, right? How do we decide which NOLA team is going to show up? I mean, they didn't play well at home, and then they're on the road against New England, and they play really well uh, in that second half anyway. So, you know, again, even in that game, first half NOLA or second half NOLA, what are we going to get out there? And and they got six, you know, important players who missed last game. Which of those guys are going to show up? Is Carl Meyer back in? Uh, You know, so that's a tough one to pick. Atlanta, you know, even though they're on the road, they're still – you know, such a good team. Doesn't seem no matter which players you put in there. I've got to back the Rattlers in this one. Yeah, Atlanta's had a lot of success against uh, New Orleans in their history. Too. I actually don't think they've lost to New Orleans. Um, and that's even with a couple of games down in NOLA as well. So that trend will continue. I'll go Atlanta uh, with a pretty convincing win on the road. Again, it's like a flip of the coin with which NOLA is going to show up. I, I, I feel that second half had more to do with New England shutting down and shutting off rather than Nola showing me anything that was, you know, a sign that they're going to be a dominant team moving forward. So until that changes, Atlanta all day. Is Kane Thompson in jeopardy of losing his job or a future job? Is anyone's job safe these days, Matt? Is your job safe? Pretty much. Is it? um, Yeah. It's just me here. Good good point. (laughs) kind of why i do it yeah all right yeah i think i i agree with you guys i think nola is not gonna lose atlanta is gonna win how about that atlanta is gonna win nola's not gonna lose figure that one out folks san diego versus austin this is a key matchup who's austin they're on the road in san diego but they had a, they had a couple of hiccups and then they came out and smoked the Sabercats, Brian. One versus two in the West. This is a huge – this could decide who ends up on top in the Western Conference. So this is a big game. Remember that top team gets the bye in the first round of the playoffs. So that's it's an important uh, position to get. Man, Austin looked way better, <laughs> pretty much back to where they started at the beginning. But again, how much of, you know, how much of that was Houston not playing then? Are we going to take that into account? You know, San Diego at home, uh, a couple more fit bodies uh, they have out there. That'll be – this is a great game. Uh, it's a tough call. Uh, is Ma'anadu back? I don't know the answer to that. Um, Chris Robshaw. Chris Robshaw. I mean, there's some big names that could show up. This is one of those I'd love to see the lineups. I'm going to go with Austin, but it's a very, very nervous selection. So Austin by like five. I, I think I think news that has come out of Austin – 
shines a little bit of light on their form over the last few weeks that, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty about the ownership there and what's going to happen. And I think that trickles down an organization from the GM to the coaching staff, to the players. Um, I think having Julian Dominguez back makes a huge difference to the way that team functions and performs. The back row was the best it's looked. I liked uh, having Maca Jones at eight. McCaffrey at six gives him a little bit more freedom, uh, a little bit more energy to pop up where he wants to be. I think Austin are the real deal. I, if they can hold together and they can figure out this off-field stuff, like who's going to own them, what are they going to do, then I really don't see a team outside of perhaps New England at full strength giving them a, a challenge down the stretch here. So I'll go Austin on the road over San Diego here. And are you discounting the Giltinis? Um, no, but I don't, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's so tough to win a championship. It's even harder to defend it. Um, and they're just so banged up at 10 still. They're trying, like a, a Rennie IE, God bless that man, still running at 42 and, and starting uh, what we all thought was going to be a, maybe a week or two, but he's still kicking along. And But I don't know if that's the guy who's going to win you a championship. But I guess some people said the same about Matt Gitto last year and, and they won it all. But I just think Austin's probably built a little bit better this year to, to get it done. Okay. He's staying with his Gilgroniacs, folks. Uh, staying burn orange. I think this is the this is the make or break game for San Diego. I'm going with San Diego. Cra- call me crazy. I'm going with San Diego. And then we have the East versus West matchup. The big market teams, New York going to Los Angeles across country. And the big question is health for New York, health for LA. The same situation, really. They got a problem at fly half, both teams right now. Jack Heighton still out don't know how he's when he's coming back Andy Ellis was Sam Windsor's backup and kudos to Sam Windsor who became the first player with 50 starts in Major League Rugby I know that because I got it from Brian Ray on Twitter so and then then had it vetted to find out if he was just throwing me under the bus because I could do that to myself enough uh this is a tough one to pick I want to hear what you guys have to say about Brian yeah, it is a tough one to pick. Uh, I'll be honest, I was not impressed with New York's defense against Old Glory. They were practicing their best Swiss cheese moves out there at time, uh, you know, and if I'm, you know, the coach, uh, that's definitely one area I'm looking at from that game. Uh, L.A. looks, you know, pretty sharp uh, on the weekend, you have to say. Again, yeah, obviously it's against a weaker team, but, uh, you know, they were putting together some nice moves. They got Ben Lesage back in there, which is a big help. Uh, to them at 13 uh you know i don't know is if he canadian it just happens to be <laughs> um we saw andrew tuala ship over to loose head prop scored two tries no problems for him there um i don't know if they're going to get any you know more bodies back this week uh but looking at that starting lineup i think it's one that that can give new york problems uh, like you said neither team is at full strength they both got injury problems I think that road trip has troubled New York in the past, so I'm going to lean towards L.A. in this one in a tight game. Um, I I agree with Brian. I think it's such a tough trip, New York to L.A., and it's probably harder going the other way with the time difference, but... L.A. might want revenge. Yeah, I'll go go L.A. New York, first team to ever beat L.A. Yep, that's right. So I'll go go L.A. at home in the Coliseum. Now you're going to have a... A bit more focus on one team. We'll see what happens. See, I don't know enough about LA's injury situation. I just, I know New York's, but I don't know about Heighton. Um, Sam Windsor finally had 
a Sam Windsor performance on Saturday. He scored a try. He had some great kicks, not easy kicks, uh, played with confidence. If he can duplicate that for, for 60 minutes, if he's in at 10, I think I think New York can can use the width of the field. I, I think they're going to be very excited to be. Like Ed Fido and, and Fossey Fuatai and Emery working in that back line together. They're pretty dangerous. I'm going with New York. Call me crazy. Going with New York. And on that note, guys, final thoughts. Uh, I just hope we don't see any uh, major or serious injuries this weekend. That's, that's my one wish heading into this week. For anybody, for any team, no big injuries. He's nicer than me. TMO, clean your act up. Brian Ray on Twitter, he called you out. Toronto, robbed of a try at the end there, rightly so. Laws State, you can ground the ball in the in goals if you're out of bounds. You just can't control it and pick it up, which is exactly what happened late in that game. Should have been a try in the corner, Toronto. Um, And we've seen some other calls from the TMO this year that have been somewhat controversial. So... Everyone has to get better. Everyone has to be held accountable. And it's no different for the officials. So don't at me on this one, but TMO, clean your game up. Let's not uh, have these mistakes anymore. I know the cameras aren't helping a lot, but where they do, and they did in that situation, let's not get it wrong anymore, please. For my Super Brew picks, please. And Brian, just final note, I want to, on behalf of the whole country of Canada, we did finally resolve that whole Giuseppe Dutoy story sir what is your name Giuseppe Detoy Detoy with no T no T at the end not Detroit not Detroit not Dutois no Dutoy Dutoy Giuseppe Detoy not Giuseppe no thank you sir we can put that one to bed at least until next week and on that note I want to thank Mr. Brian Ray Mr. Dan Power and you for tuning in please check out our other segments including the Rugby Odds and our college rugby wrap-up. Please subscribe on YouTube, sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please, please, please sign up for our American Red Cross Blood Donor Team.